We made it. <laughs> wow, we made it. Really, honest to God, five weeks, five, five Sundays uh, of talks about forgiveness. Whew. Give yourself a hand. I mean, that's amazing. And then you throw in Christmas Eve, you know, that's six weeks of vision this month. That's a lot of vision. I was expecting to come in and just being here all by myself. <laughs> anyway, last talk of 2018, right? Last talk of the month of forgiveness. So we started out talking about the F word, right? Forgiveness. What it is and what it is not. And then we moved on to granting pardons releasing people from the prison of our making so that we can be free. And then the freedom of forgiveness, excuse me, the freedom we experience by forgiving others. It is the gift we give ourselves. And so today it's about release and accept the practice of forgiveness so that we can move on to our greater good. That's what this is all about. Gary Renard said this. He said, experience your feelings and practice forgiveness. And then in time, those feelings will be one of peace. And that's really what we want to go to, right? I mean, that's really what we're here to do is to practice that the practice of forgiveness to bring peace to our lives, right? Because why do we practice forgiveness anyway? What's the, what is the point? Why are we even practicing forgiveness? We practice forgiveness when we feel bad, right? We feel like we've been wronged. I mean, something has to happen. There's, a, there's an event that occurs where we feel like we've been wounded or betrayed or wronged. We don't usually practice forgiveness when everything's going fine, right? When we're singing a happy song and everything is rainbows and puppy dogs, We're not practicing forgiveness. We practice forgiveness when something happens, right? We we feel we need to practice forgiveness when we feel we've been wronged or we've been wounded or we've been hurt by somebody or something crashed into us, right? We're all going along in life and then something crashes into us to upset our happy state of mind. That's when we practice forgiveness. We want to return to our authentic state of joyful contentment of peace. And that's why we practice forgiveness. Peace is the, is the gift that forgiveness gives to us, us, the forgiver. You know, and it doesn't even matter if the perpetrator knows, right? It doesn't matter if the person who wounded us, if, if they know we've forgiven them. It's not about them. They don't even have to be alive. It's true, right? It's our practice for ourselves. Because the peace comes within us. It is something that is offered up from spirit, from the Holy Spirit through us. And so, and so we can't go searching all over the town looking for peace, right? It's not found outside of us. It's going to be always coming from within. It's an inside job, always. Because we know, I mean, we're the only ones that can change, right? We can't change other people. We can't change other things outside of us. We can change us. So that's what we do. I love that um, Reinhold Niebuhr, you know, I, I, people who are in the recovery movement, they're very familiar with him. He was, he was the one who summed it up so perfectly with his serenity prayer, right? God, give us grace to accept with serenity the things that cannot be changed, courage to change the things which should be changed, and the wisdom to distinguish one from the other. 
That was how he wrote the prayer, co-opted by a lot of recovery movements. The things we can change, that's our own stuff. That's all there is. The things we can change are our own things. The things we cannot change, other people. So like, don't nudge the guy next to you and go, you know what you should be doing? <laughs> listen, listen, this is for you. <laughs> the things you cannot change, other people. The wisdom to tell one from the other. That's where we blur the boundaries, isn't it? That's where we blur the lines. If you loved me, you'd whatever, whatever, right? Well, if only you would fill in the blank. Well, if only you'd stop, you know, fill in the blank. Then everything would be okay. <laughs> we blur those boundaries and we make ourselves suffer. You know, we're taught in, um, in practitioner training. Who are the practitioners here today? Raise your hands. Yeah, you know this one. We're taught in practitioner training to accept and to bless the things that bug us, right? The things that we get hooked on, the things that press our buttons. We're taught to bless and accept them. Um, one, of the, one of the practices we send the practitioner students home with is go watch the news. <laughs> the news is a great place to bless and release things. <laughs> because lots of stuff happen on the news that we just don't agree with, right? So we hear the news anchor starting to talk and we get hooked right away. That shouldn't be happening. That shouldn't be happening. This should be happening instead or whatever. So I accept this. I bless this. I release this. That's our, that's our uh, practice for that homework. I accept this. I bless this. I release this. So here's what we're going to do right now. You're going to close your eyes. You're going to bring to mind that person. Now, you know that one. They were already there in your mind, aren't they? <laughs> They're already there. That one person that you find most difficult to forgive. Right? There they are. Bring them to mind. Put your hands over your heart. And say it out loud. Nobody's going to even be listening to you. Say it out loud. I accept, whoever it is. You ready? I accept this person. I bless this person. I release this person. You got it? Let's do it again. I accept this person. I bless. Mm -hmm. I release. One more time. I accept. I bless. I release. This could be anyone. You know, open your eyes now. This could be anyone, anyone that has wounded you in the past, anyone you felt wounded by or betrayed by. It could be a family member. It could be a, a parent, a grandparent, a sibling. It could be clergy. It could be me. You know, anybody is capable of unskilled behavior. And we, and we inadvertently wound each other. So it is about our practice of forgiveness to release those negative feelings. And our practice moves us to that state of unforgiveness, to the state of peace within us, so that, so that we are the ones who are unfettered by the past. It's all about us. Oscar Wilde said, always forgive your enemies. Nothing annoys them as much. <laughs> I love it. When we practice forgiveness, we are the ones that are released from limiting thoughts. We are free. We are free in that moment of release. We are free to, to create the life that we want. 
We are the ones that are longing for a peaceful life, a more expansive life. But at the same time, we're reluctant to release these toxic emotions that weigh us down. And that's exactly what we should be doing. The anger, the resentment, the grudges, those are the things we must release because they weigh us down. You know, we carry around with us all this emotional baggage. We carry it, what do we call it? It's a grief case, right? <laughs> we carry around a grief case with us all the time. Open it up here. Look at all these people that wronged me. Let me show you the list, right? <sighs> Man, anger and resentments, uh, resentments keep us in that, in that victim mode. Because when we are upset by someone else's behavior, we're at the effect of them. So we can't be free. So our practice of forgiveness frees us. We are allowed to then go on to recreate whatever. You know, when we are withholding forgiveness, when we're hanging on to the past, it blocks our ability really to create. It, it blocks our ability to love unconditionally, and it blocks and it colors our relationships, all of them. Because we're hanging on to stuff from the past. Forgiveness releases us from all of that. There's a beautiful prayer. And in fact, I, I made sure, I think it's in your bulletins. It's a kind of an orangey piece of paper. Uh, from the unity of Kitchener, uh, Ontario. And it's a beautiful prayer. It says, in the silence, I turn to God for strength that can heal my heart beyond all hurt. The power and presence of spirit heals me and releases me from reliving the past. My anger dissolves. My wounds transform into wholeness. I give up feelings of hurt so that I might engage in a deeper understanding and greater compassion. As I forgive, I too am forgiven, and my heart shines forth with peace, love, and mercy." And that's our natural state. That's the state in which we want to live, isn't it? Peace, love, and mercy. And that, that forgiveness prayer should be in your bulletin. You know, there was a story about, um, there was a story about Gandhi. He met with some of his compatriots that he was jailed with. Um, that they were imprisoned by the British. And, and he met up with them afterward. And he said to the first gentleman, he said, well, have, have you forgiven them? And the first man said, well, I'm too busy to do anything but to wish them well. I'm too busy to do anything but wish them well. And he asked the second man, have you forgiven him? He said, I'm, let, I'm beginning to let go of my anger. And he asked the third man, have you forgiven them? And he said, I will never forgive them. <laughs> never. And Gandhi paused for a moment and he said to the first man, you have moved beyond that time and place. And he said to the second one, you are moving through the gates. And he turned to the third one and he said, you are still in prison. You are still in prison. You know, we are unable to be the fullest expression of spirit that we are meant to be while we are holding on to anger, resentment, and bitterness. We keep ourselves from transforming. We keep ourselves from evolving spiritually. And who wants to do that? I mean, really. I'm just going to hang on to this hatred. Oh, golly, I'm just going to hang on to it, and I'm going to keep myself from experiencing the best life has to offer just because I can, <laughs> just because I'm so angry, you know? Spirit doesn't forgive because spirit doesn't condemn. That's it. When we think about it like that, spirit doesn't forgive because spirit is never condemned to begin with. 
Spirit loves. That's all it does. Spirit loves. God is love. We say that all the time, yes? God is love. So when we forgive, we're returning to our natural state. We're seeing the world as God sees it. When we are seeing through the eyes of love, we are seeing others as God sees them. We are seeing events as God sees them. We are being the wholeness of spirit in the world when we're looking out through the eyes of love. Then we are living from our highest nature. When we have done our forgiveness practice and we are returned to that natural, authentic state, we are expressing spirit in form as us. And so there's a whole bunch of ways that in which we forgive, right? First, we ask for forgiveness for ourselves, for our own unskilled behaviors, because, you know, we're full of them. <laughs> well, I should speak for myself. I'm full of them, you know? Ernest Holmes said he didn't want anybody to put him on a pedestal because he didn't want everybody to see he had feet of clay. You know, because he knew that he made mistakes as well. And, you know, and what he used to say was, I don't take myself seriously, but I take this teaching very seriously. And I agree with him because we all have unskilled behaviors. We all exhibit them. So, so asking forgiveness for ourselves, for our own unskilled behaviors. Then there is forgiving others for their unskilled behaviors. And, you know, it's so much easier when we know and recognize that we have those things as well. We do those things as well. It makes it so much easier to forgive others. And forgiving our unskilled behavior toward others. You know, there's the forgiveness of the self, there's the forgiveness of others, and then there's the forgiveness for our stuff toward others. And there is a Buddhist prayer of forgiveness, and that's also on the other side of that piece of paper in your bulletin. It says, if I have harmed anyone in any way, either knowingly or unknowingly, through my own confusion, I ask for their forgiveness. If anyone has harmed me in any way, either knowingly or unknowingly, through their own confusion, I forgive them. And if there is a situation I am not yet ready to forgive, I forgive myself for that. For all the ways that I harm myself, negate, doubt, judge, and belittle myself, or be unkind to myself through my own confusion, I forgive myself. So here we are, you know, at the end of a year, ready to step into 2019 and the beginning of another one. And it's always a great time to wipe the slate clean, don't you think? <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> we make it up as we go along, right? I mean, really, if you think about it, we could do this work any time of the year. We don't need to do it at the, at the turning of the page of a calendar. But I think it's the best time to wipe the slate clean, to forgive everybody. Let's just forgive everybody. What do you say? Just forgive everybody, including ourselves. You know, and we can do this any time. But we like doing these kinds of rituals at the close of one calendar year, at the beginning of the other. Yeah. And you know, time and calendars, it's all a human construct. We're making it all up anyway. The clock and the calendar, all made up. <laughs> it could be any day. It could be any time. It doesn't really matter. Hmm. But we do this work when we feel we're ready. And for some reason, there seems to be a group consciousness, doesn't there? you know, around, around the end of one calendar year and the beginning of the next. Perfect time in which to do this work 
of releasing and accepting. So let's do this together, okay? You'll repeat after me. I release 2018 everything it was and was not. I release 2018 everything it was and was not. I release all world leaders, world policies, and world events to the past. I accept the universe as a safe place, and spirit has my back. Safe place, and spirit has my back. I release my judgment of my boss. And my co-workers of their unskilled behavior. I accept that we are together for the gifts and the growth we give each other. I release my judgment of my family and my friends' unskilled behaviors. I accept that everyone is doing his and her best. I release the judgment of my own unskilled behavior and the hurt I have left with others. I accept my authentic self And know I am becoming. I forgive myself for all intentions. I set last year that went unfulfilled. I forgive myself for giving up on some of my goals. I forgive myself for procrastinating on things I wanted to accomplish. I forgive myself for breaking my word to myself and others. I forgive myself for the lack of confidence to command the law. Lack of confidence to command the law. I forgive myself for believing in appearances instead of truth. I forgive myself for falling into the belief of duality. I forgive myself for forgetting who I am. I forgive myself. I forgive myself. I forgive myself. myself. 
Yeah, just breathe that in. Just breathe that in. Letting go of all and everything that has kept us tied to 2018. Letting go of everything that the year was and was not. Letting go of the disappointment. Letting go of the bliss. Letting go of the, uh, of the accomplishments, of the failures. Every, either side of, of the equation. Letting it all go and stepping clean and clear and untethered, <laughs> unencumbered into a new year with a clean slate. Happy New Year.